0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke to his disciples If your brother or sister sins against you, go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If he or she listens to you, you have regained your brother or sister. But if the person does not listen, take one or two others along with you, so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the person refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if that person refuses to listen even to the church, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and as a tax collector. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. The Gospel of the Lord. I heard a neat story about prayer many years ago, a story about the Prime Minister of Ireland, who one time was faced with uh, some sort of impending crisis. And uh, he went into his office, closed the door, uh, put his head down on his desk, and prayed, asking for help. And if only he could talk to someone uh, he knew who was a very spiritual, very holy woman with a lot of insight, Sister Breeze McKenna. So he made that prayer. Within a couple of minutes, his phone rang, and it was Sister Brige on the phone. And uh, he just kept asking, how did you know that I wanted to talk to you? And Sister Brige said to him, well, you believe in the resurrection of the Lord, don't you? And he said, yes. Well, that means that Jesus is alive. You whispered your prayer into his ear, and he turned and whispered it into mine. Our prayer is always heard. It's a great thing for us to remember, even though sometimes we may not seem like that, or sometimes we doubt, or sometimes we give up if our prayer isn't answered uh, immediately. Uh, We always have to remember that God hears every one of our prayers, even the smallest uh, prayer that we make. I was reminded of this many years ago uh, in my time uh, in serving as a military chaplain. And one of the most difficult parts about being a chaplain in the Army uh, was having to notify families of a death of a loved one or then accompanying the family to Trenton, uh, where the Air Force Base is, on receiving uh, their loved one uh, back after they've died overseas. I remember accompanying a family one time there and as we were getting uh, toward the airport it was pouring rain and I prayed God this is already the worst day of their lives if you can please have the rain stop uh, for when they have to go out on the tarmac and the plane opens up and they have this ceremony bringing out the casket. So as we got there the rain got worse and it was coming down almost sideways really really heavy and I was a little bit mad at God and was kind of disappointed that he didn't hear my prayer. Afterwards, we were all soaked and getting back in our vehicles and coming back uh, then later to Toronto and then later on to the the area. uh, Several of the family members shared with me how consoling they found it, that it was pouring rain. That they thought that God was crying, God was mourning with them. And uh, it was a humbling experience for me. And then I realized, okay, God always answers our prayers. Sometimes he says yes right away. Sometimes he says yes, but not yet. And sometimes he says I have something even better in mind. And this uh, reign at that point was uh, something better in mind, which was a great consolation for that, uh, that family. In our psalm reading today, we're reminded that prayer is a conversation, and a conversation is not only talking to God, but also listening to God. And our refrain, and the beautiful song, one that we sung was, Oh, that today you would hear his voice, harden not your hearts. It's important for us to take the time to try and listen, to quiet ourselves, to turn off the TV or the radio or the iPod or the iPad, to put away our phone, to put away our devices for a while, and just to sit in quiet and reflect or listen to God speaking to us. Perhaps to do that with scripture as well, a very privileged way of God speaking to us. We're reminded of the prayer uh, which uh, Eli taught to Samuel in the Old Testament uh, when he heard God calling him to say, speak Lord, your servant is listening. Great way to start a time of prayer. Uh, many people find it very helpful as well to have a regular time and place set aside in the, in the day uh, for prayer, to have it like become part of our routine, and it's much more likely to happen. If we wait till late at night or before going to bed, oftentimes we, myself included, are kind of too tired and we kind of fall asleep during that. But to have a, a regular time and place, often first thing in the morning, is a great way to start the day and to ask for God's blessings throughout that day. In the Gospel today, we're reminded of the importance of praying with other people as well. And Jesus says, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. So we're encouraged to pray as a family, to pray with your spouse. Uh, You may remember an old uh, adage that uh, Dr. James Dobson, who was the founder of Focus on the Family from years ago, used to say. He would say that the family that prays together stays together. So we're encouraged to come together to pray, to pray in prayer groups as well, or come together to pray the rosary. Uh, and especially when we come together for the Sunday Mass as well. One uh, spiritual writer talks about the presences of Jesus at the Mass and he talks about this mounting mystery of presence and the very first way of Jesus is present is in the gathered assembly when the people of God come together again as Jesus said where two or three are gathered in my name there am I in their midst. He then talks about the Jesus being present in the person of the priest and we talk about in the Mass uh, the priest acts in persona Christi So the priest says, this is my body. But it's Jesus who's saying that at that point and changing that into his actual body and blood. Jesus is present then in the proclaimed word during the Mass as well, and in the sacrament, in his very body and blood, soul and divinity in the the Eucharist. So those are the four ways that Jesus is present uh, in the, the Mass. We also recall in the Gospels that Jesus is also present in the poor. He says, I was hungry, and you gave me to eat. Whatsoever you do to the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you do to me. You'll notice in the bulletin this weekend that we're about to start our uh, RCIA and discipleship uh, paths starting very soon. And there's a whole uh, front page of the bulletin is, is about that, uh, about the RCIA and how to support that and our upcoming Alpha programs and discipleship programs. If anyone is learning, interested in learning more about the Catholic faith or becoming possibly Catholic, uh, you're invited to reach out to them and invite them. Uh, and the personal invitation is often what's best. Occasionally some people just read it in the bulletin and come, but if you know somebody, feel free to reach out and invite them uh, to come and see. Uh, Sometimes we already have people who are here among us who may perhaps have a Catholic spouse who are here but have never become Catholic themselves, and perhaps with a certain simple invitation, they may like to become Catholic themselves and be able to partake fully in the Eucharist when they come. So we're invited to reach out to them and invite them to, to come and see. There are also some great resources which we have available for people in their own homes too. I'm defining some days some, of these, some people today are still like Nicodemus in the time of Jesus, who first came to Jesus at night, and some people are more comfortable kind of exploring the Catholic faith from the privacy of their home first before becoming part of a larger group. We have all kinds of resources available on, uh, online. There's a, a wonderful resource called Formed, which we have a parish subscription to, and there's information on that in the bulletin, or we're welcome to call the office about how to access that. There's a great uh, series uh, on, uh, partly on Netflix, but they have their own app as well called The Chosen. And it's about uh, Jesus and the apostles, and it's a fantastic uh, story of of Jesus and the calling of the apostles. There's going to be seven seasons. Three of the seasons are out uh, already. And it's uh, very powerfully, very prayerfully done and very touching, and many people find it very powerful. So that's called The Chosen. So again, you can find it on Netflix, the first season or two, and the app is called something. Angel Studios, I think that's it. Yeah, Angel Studios. We also have uh, The Bible in a Year is a great podcast uh, put on by Ascension Press. You can access that through Spotify or whatever you use for your, for your uh, podcasts uh, with uh, Father Michael Schmitz. So in the course of a year, he reads through the entire Bible and uh, also gets a, a beautiful commentary relating the Old Testament, the New Testament, relating how it, uh, it relates to our, our Catholic liturgy as well. Uh, since doing the, the Bible in a year, he's also doing right now the, what's called the Catechism in a Year, where you read through the entire Catechism in a Year with a commentary as well. So also by Father Michael Schmitz, and again, very, very well done. So we're reminded as well that uh, each one of us has a role to play. Uh, in the Great Commission, uh, which was to all the baptized, Jesus said, go out to all the world and proclaim the good news. So we're encouraged uh, not only to learn about, more about the faith ourselves and grow in our own relationship with the Lord, but to spread that faith uh, to other people uh, as well. A number of years ago, I got the chance to visit Israel, and in Israel, there is something called the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea is 200 meters below sea level, and it's called the Dead Sea because water runs into it, but water doesn't run out of it because it's so low. And because of that, you have this huge buildup of salt and minerals, and no life can live in it. Uh, There's fish can't live in it, plants can't live in it because it's so salty and so dense in minerals. So the uh, comparison to uh, evangelization is that if we're just taking in and taking in and not also giving out, uh, we're kind of like the dead Sea. So we have to take in, be filled with the Lord, but also spread that and share that with, uh, with one another as well. On a little note of uh, current events, we're, we just welcomed this morning to our family of parishes, Father Bernard Akum, who is... Uh, a uh, vocationist priest. It's a religious community called the Vocationists. They're in, I think, three or four different dioceses in Canada now, London as of today. And uh, he will be with us as one part of our uh, uh, priests in this uh, family of parishes. And he's from uh, originally from Cameroon. Uh, he spent the last four years in Alberta. And uh, you'll be seeing him uh, very soon. If you come out to our parish picnic, another little plug for that, tomorrow right after the 1115 Mass, uh, he'll be here as well, and you'll have a chance to meet him then. So as we continue with this celebration, let us thank God for the many gifts that God has given to us. Let us thank God for the gift of prayer, and make, let us pray that we make use of that gift of prayer each day of our lives.